not ready to make nice. The Dixie Chicks and the Ego Function of Protest Rhetoric. Written by Cricket Moore. Originally written for Dr. Ash's English 318 class, Writing and Activism. Edited for submission to the Sigma Tau Delta 2020 conference. In 2003, just nine days before a United States-led coalition invaded Iraq, Natalie Maines, the lead singer of country folk band Dixie Chicks, said to an audience in London, just so you know, we're on the good side with y'all. We do not want this war, this violence, and we're ashamed the President of the United States is from Texas. Though the group had previously expressed activist sentiments in their work, the backlash was severe after these remarks were made public. Country radio stations around the United States took the group off the air, boycotts against the group's music and upcoming tour were organized, and members of the band received death threats for daring to speak out on the issue. The public perception and economic success of the group were radically altered by this event. Even President George W. Bush eventually weighed in on the controversy, stating that they shouldn't have their feelings hurt just because some people don't want to buy their records when they speak out against him in the Iraq War. The group did not release a new album for three years following the controversy, but when they did, they did not shy away from tackling the backlash head-on. Taking the Long Way, released on May 23, 2006, was the Dixie Chicks' response to the vitriol they faced three years prior. The album addresses and reaffirms not just their initial anti-war sentiments, but also their commitment to activism despite the intense scrutiny they faced. While the text of some songs, such as The Long Way Around, Not Ready to Make Nice, and Love It or Leave It, explicitly allude to their controversial statement, others are more generally about the band's self-identification and activist identity. Songs like Everybody Knows and Live Wire illuminate how the controversy redefined their identities as musicians and activists in a way that was as liberating as it was frightening. In this way, the album is as much a commentary on activism as a concept as it is on the specific activist event that permanently altered the group's identity. Taking the Long Way is an activist text that illustrates the ego function of rhetoric by highlighting the Dixie Chicks' changing perceptions of themselves through songs that reflect the consequences, both positive and negative, of activism. Taking the Long Way's rhetoric centers on appeals to emotion and affirmation of the band's lived experiences as activists. Though the album is other-directed in the sense that it is made for a commercial audience, the rhetoric is basically self-directed, a theory proposed by Richard Gregg in his essay The Ego Function of the Rhetoric of Protest. In this way, the rhetoric serves the purpose of fulfilling an ego function necessary for activists to see themselves as legitimate. 
The self-truths of taking the long way are conveyed through storytelling, a rhetorical mode common in country music. The songs carry the hallmarks of traditional storytelling and activist rhetoric. They dramatize the process of becoming through their themes taken directly from the experiences of the band. In this sense, the album is a narrative that charts their downfall and eventual re-emergence, and through this, the group reaffirms their activism to themselves and their audience. By examining a few of the songs on Taking the Long Way in depth, one can find both reflections on activist identity and commentary on an initial activist event, and how these themes reflect the group's changing self-perception. The first track on the album, The Long Way Around, sets the anti-conformist tone of the record. Maines, speaking for the band, proclaims that she could never follow the conventional life choices of her peers, and will not passively accept the establishment. She recalls the two long years since the top of the world came crashing down because she refused to kiss all the asses they told me to. The song is representative of the initial stage of ego formation for activists, in which various kinds of activism affirm the being and boundaries of personhood. The group owns up to the activities that made them outcasts, and chooses to situate them in a positive form of identification rather than negative. Later in the song, though, she acquiesces that it can get pretty lonely when you show yourself, and that she could have made it easier on myself had she and the band not been so forthright with their political views. This is the central dichotomy of the album. The Dixie Chicks are unabashed about their activism, but still contemplate what their lives would have been like if they had represented themselves differently. The third track, Not Ready to Make Nice, is the album's most direct statement on the Iraq War controversy. The song recounts in depth the censorship, harassment, and threats of violence that the group faced after speaking out about the conflict. A repeated refrain throughout the song is that the group is mad as hell about what they have endured, and in the bridge, they maintain their defiance, stating that they have made my bed and sleep like a baby with no regrets. This rhetoric encourages the maintenance of a distance from an adversary, those who sought to censure and intimidate them, and gives them symbolic control of the situation. Until they are ready to make nice, the situation will not be rectified and no apology will occur. Later in the bridge, another passage graphically reflects the backlash that the group faced, describing a situation where a mother will teach her daughter that she ought to hate a perfect stranger just for expressing their right to free speech. These lyrics invoke an additional principle of ego formation crucial for activists. By operating on the psychological principle of victimage, the group places themselves in opposition to a public that persecutes them, which in turn bolsters their supporters to rally behind them and protect them. The sixth track, Lubbock or Leave It, further invokes the imagery of hell expressed in Not Ready to Make Nice, but in the form of a religious illusion rather than an emotional appeal. Lubbock, which is the town in Texas that frontwoman Maines hails from, is representative of a physical hell that contains all the things the band textually rails against. Hypocrisy, censorship, and suppression of independent thought. The group continues the theme of impulsive hatred in this song, as expressed by the lyric, I hear they hate me now, just like they hated you. 
which is made in reference to another famous Lubbockian, Buddy Holly. The band draws a parallel between their current situation with Lubbock's past rejection of rock music but current adulation of Holly. They wonder if, like him, when they're dead and gone, they might get a statue too. The rhetorical effect of this illusion is that it gives the group the power to frame both the present and future. They frame the backlash against their activism as being illegitimate by comparing it to a historical precedent wherein another musician was also maligned. The fourth and fifteenth tracks, Everybody Knows and Live Wire, illuminate another element of ego formation that is important for activists, which is embracing the counter-reaction of their adversaries. The songs illustrate that the band has enough self-perception to know how those who oppose them are labeling them, and to spin these labels into something more positive rather than something derogative. In Everybody Knows, this is shown through the acknowledgement that everyone can see my face and all the things I can't erase from my life. The group is aware of how others negatively perceive them, but maintain the defiance found in other songs, proclaiming they'll never see me cry. Livewire takes a bolder approach to the perceptions of others, proudly listing off the labels attached to the group's members, such as Livewire, Fighter, and True Heartbreaker, as a way to reclaim them in a positive light. These songs serve as further explorations of the band's shifting identity brought on by their activist stances, and they solidify the band's pride in how they have grown through their activism. as a cohesive narrative. Taking the Long Way is the Dixie Chicks reintroduction to the world after one bold statement radically altered the public's perception of them. This corpus, unified by its authors and by themes on the formation of activist identity, demonstrates several elements of the eco-function of protest rhetoric. It shows its authors defining themselves through storytelling and the framing of incidents in their lives to gain control of a situation that placed them in a negative light. It also shows how they place themselves in opposition to their adversaries to create an us-against-them dichotomy that reinforces their notions of self and rallies those with like-minded views to support them, whether that be through promoting similar politics or by simply supporting their music. The redefinition of self is key in moving on both personally and professionally, and by doubling down on their activist beliefs through their music, they gain both credibility amongst their initial supporters and those they may have gained through their defiance against an industry that wishes to confine them. <laughs> 